Welcome to the Yoga Book Podcast, where I shall remain anonymous for as long as I can. I'm here with Annette Rugolo. She is a respected worldwide transformation teacher, speaker, master dowser, and environmental healer. No matter where you're at on your journey, Annette can help provide you with deeper clarity, understanding, and support for your life's path. Welcome, Annette. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. Yes, I loved your talk so much. Oh, thank you. Can you tell me what inspired you to talk about the things you talked about today? Um, Based on the theme of the month. So one of the things I do when I prepare talks is I go into meditation. The picture I got was the bicycle. I always get an image, and when I get images, it's like a picture that says a thousand words. So it's like, that's what I started with, of being in the flow, riding a bicycle, and I always imagined myself as a child, after I learned how to ride a bike, of how freeing that was, and how fun, and being in the flow. You know, I love that image, and I went for a ride over the weekend. It was great. I was actually asking the nature spirits to come and heal me. What do you think about that? I work with um, fairies, nature spirits, elementals. That is a whole new dimension, I think, that we're opening up to, and a lot of people are starting to see them, feel them. They're showing up on our videos, and it's something that we're remembering how to communicate with them, how to connect with them. Maybe children connect with them? Oh, yes. Uh, What do you think they're here to teach us? Everything. (laughs) So I work with children. I connect with them on a soul level. So these kids coming in each carry a unique vibration. I know a lot of people have heard of indigo children, crystal children, rainbow children. These kids, a lot of them coming in, have a unique vibration. Some of them are crystals, there's moon children, they're coming in at a soul level carrying these vibrations that are waking us up. And part of my my passion, uh, my purpose, is to help these children. We need to provide them with support, energetic support. We need to provide them with a vibrationally uplifted space to live in. There's a lot of things we can do to help these kids because they came in to help us. That's interesting. It makes me think about kids choosing their parents. Yes, they absolutely choose their parents. There's no doubt. Right, and I'm feeling a heavy responsibility right now. And I don't know if it's part of my midlife crisis, but I am feeling a responsibility to help my parents and I'm wondering the best way to do that. So to help your parents in what way? That's a really good question. I think at this point, transition. I think they're they're quite elder in years. Maybe to feel complete in their passing, feel fulfilled with their life. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I teach, I've been teaching the inner diamond method since 2001 and it gives you the tools to connect and support each other at a soul level 
So there's a couple things here, and especially with parents and children. My mom passed about four years ago. Over the years, or after I started this Inner Diamond program, what came up for me was an awareness of karmic lifetimes I had with them. So one of the things I was able to do was clear my karmic lifetimes with them. I had a lifetime with each of them that I was carrying that karma and I had to forgive them for something. My mom ended up developing Alzheimer's and I was able to help her with her transition by helping her release as much karma as she was ready to release before she passed. Because whatever karma we don't release in this lifetime, we carry with us into the next lifetime. How did you do that, if you don't mind me asking? So one of the frequencies, and the Inner Diamond program works with 24 frequencies of light. One of them is the violet frequency, and the violet frequency is the frequency of forgiveness. So one of the things that's really easy to do is bring in or visualize this violet light and radiate it or send it to your parents. Now they have access to that frequency and it's on a soul level, it's not on a personality level. So their soul can begin to release whatever karma they're ready to release from this lifetime. Some people call it baggage. So they're not carrying that baggage with them into their next lifetime. Because whatever they don't clear in this lifetime, they have to come back and clear it again. What would be something aside from meditation, which I practice, what's another way people can bring their lives into balance? One of the things I look at is, and I, I have to continue to do this for myself too, because I think we can all get easily pulled out of balance. But every once in a while I have to sit and it's like, what feels out of balance right now? The first thing is always awareness. First we have to realize that, yep, I'm out of balance, okay? Then I look at what is creating this out of balance feeling in my life? Is it something I'm allowing? Is it something I can control, not control? We have to look at our lives sometimes on a daily basis and go, okay, what, what can I do different? But the awareness is always huge. So recently, we brought home a puppy. Oh. So what kind? It's a Havanese. Don't know. Oh, he's a cute little dog just cute. So we made a decision to bring this puppy into our home. Totally threw me out of balance. Now it's like the puppy is needing, needing, of course, my attention, needing my energy. I want a really well-behaved dog. So we're doing training, we're kennel training him. He's an amazing dog, but bringing him in was a choice. And I didn't realize how out of balance my life was going to get because of him. Now the other piece of it is communicating with my husband because I'm the main caregiver. I feed him, I do most of the walking, I train him. So part of it is communicating to my husband, hey, need some help here. How can we share this responsibility that we've taken on? 
And it was both of your idea to get the dog, right? Absolutely. So it's like, that would be like a puppy, a a child, a, a new job. Anything we bring into our lives at the beginning is going to throw us out of balance. And we have an opportunity to rebalance things. So I'm in this process right now, actually, of going, okay, how do I bring myself back into balance with this new energy in my life? In some way, it has forced me to be more organized, which is good. So I actually, about a week ago, I sat down with all my stuff and I started my to-do list. So it's like I have a couple notebooks now. One is my to-dos. So every time I think of something, I'm adding it to my to-do list. I can check it off. So it's forcing me to organize for one thing. The other thing, I remembered when I needed to work on a project. So I have like four different big projects going on right now. I remembered that when I took my computer and everything into a coffee shop, I would go in there with the intention of having two hours to work on this project, no distractions, turn the phone off, and I would just fly through getting stuff done. So sometimes it's remembering what worked for us in the past, sometimes it's creating new uh, systems, new programs for us. Like this is where we are solution finders, and sometimes we are forced to look for new solutions. So it sounds like one of those solutions was going to the coffee shop and getting the work done away from the distractions. Mm -hmm. One thing you said a while ago was about acceptance. Getting to the point where I can say, for instance, I am overwhelmed, I am out of balance. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So I was talking to my and there's a person in her life that doesn't like her and wants to avoid her. So I told her that she had to go to that dark place. You need to say to yourself, this person doesn't like you and doesn't want to be around you. And she did, and she said she physically felt numb. And I just sort of suggested that she stay in that place And I myself have had the experience recently. And I just had to say, she's very angry at me and she doesn't like me. (laughs) And that was hard for me to kind of come to terms with. And my initial reaction was to fix the problem right? What can I say? What can I do to fix the problem? And instead, I decided to just sit with it. And I think that that was the best choice. Things started to unfold, where I started to see solutions, or the problem wasn't as big as I thought it was. This is something I had to learn getting an email or having somebody, you know, be angry at us or say something, you can almost feel that. It's like you feel this charge, like this this fire that comes up, right? And mine was around emails, but I'd get this email and it's like I'd want to fire off an email right away. And 
At first, when I first started doing this business, like 20 years ago, that's, that would be my response. It's like this response with fire. I learned very quickly, it's like, oh, that's not the way to do it. That's not the solution. Our challenge, our opportunity, is to sit with that energy, to not react out of this, oh, I've got to say something or I've got to get angry back or whatever it is and just sit with it. And just what you described, it's like getting ourselves calm in that situation. And what I realized is my response, I tell myself, wait 24 hours. That's my motto now, wait 24 hours. And what happens is you start seeing things in a different light, in a different way. And my response is always different. A lot of times it's, how can we work this out? If there's a way to work it out. Or sometimes, like you said, it's like there's no response. There's nothing I can do to fix this. We don't always have to fix things. Can you tell me more about these colors? So um, the colors come from a program called the Inner Diamond. And in 2001, I ended up at a weekend workshop with the Inner Diamond that introduced me to these colors. So they're described as colors. They're quantum colors, quantum frequencies, but they're a vibration. They're a frequency that holds a quality. So like royal blue holds the quality of inner power. Emerald green for healing, yellow for wisdom, rose for unconditional love. So it's helping people consciously open up and connect with these frequencies that are available to us in the quantum field. And it's about bringing them into our life, embodying them, and aligning with this beautiful energy of what they hold. So I call it a palette of color. So you can look at all of these 24 frequencies and look at the qualities, the color. And I always tell people, what color are you more drawn to, right? So what what color um, when you go shopping or uh, you start decorating, what color are you bringing into your house? If I look at my mom, she loved royal blue. Everything was blue. And I look at my mom and she was really uh, needing that inner strength that inner power so she was bringing it into her environment you can bring it in on a physical level when you bring it in with these quantum frequencies you begin embodying that frequency you embody that quality so these frequencies help you align and connect with all of these different 24 qualities of of light So the other piece of that that really spoke to me when I first took it is each one of these frequencies connects with your 24 DNA. So we have 24 strands of our DNA. So we are awakening our DNA to remember that we are this light. We are these frequencies. And it helps us come into balance. It it expands us. I've, I've taken other programs before, but I love, love, love working with these colors because it's like we're feeding ourselves with these amazing frequencies that are available to us and that are filling us with 
things that we have possibly disconnected from. One of the colors that I worked with when I first connected was the peach. So the peach stands for joy. At the time, this was 2001, I was very, 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 very serious about my spiritual path. I, I didn't have a lot of joy in my life. So when I started working with this peach frequency uh, in the program, you learn how to integrate it, you learn how to work with it, radiate it, use it. But um, I started working with the peach, knowing that I didn't have a lot of joy in my life at the time. Now I'm filling my, my space with this peach, I'm filling my energy field with peach, and all of a sudden I had started attracting joyful experiences. People that brought me joy or things that brought me joy. And it's like I was remembering how to be in joy in my life. It's so interesting when you say remembering. I'm assuming that you're talking about childhood and maybe beyond childhood. Yes. When we work with these quantum frequencies, they basically balance and align all of the chakras. They're just bringing us into alignment and balance. Where do they reside? They come from the center of the universe. They've existed forever. Um, they're part of the field of oneness. But we have greater access to them now because we have come into a greater alignment with the center of our universe. It's something called the Great Central Sun. You can Google it. Uh, there's a lot of information about the Great Central Sun. And these colors, these frequencies, come from the field around the Great Central Sun. Wow. So very, very powerful. And we started having greater access to them the closer we got to December 21st, 2012. There was an alignment, an opening that gave us access to these frequencies. So this is what is actually changing and transforming people and the world right now. Can you tell me who discovered those colors or quantified them? Um, what I know is the information was given to Marie Diamond. There's always been, I call them ascended beings, enlightened masters that have worked with these frequencies. And Marie Diamond is somebody in a physical body that information was given to, to share with others for this time. And I was fortunate enough to meet her in this lifetime. And I've, uh, again, I've worked with her for about 20 years. I teach all of the inner diamond classes, so I'm one of two or three teachers that teach all of her advanced levels of the inner diamond program. That information is available on your website? Yes. Okay, and what is your website again? It's AnnetteRigolo.com. And that's A-N-N-E-T-T-E-R-U-G-O-L-O.com. Yes. So what color do people need right now? Yeah. I would say um, the color that's coming in is the aqua color. Okay, it's an aqua frequency. And the aqua is about clarity. Um, and it's also a frequency that helps us release attachments and illusions. Attachments and illusions are things that we think we need in our life to be happy. 
And what we're coming into is this place of inner happiness without these attachments and illusions of thinking that we need those things to be happy. So aqua for clarity right now, there's a lot of fog, there's a lot of uh, misinformation, there's a lot of convoluted energy, I would say, out there. So the aqua is a frequency that will just bring clarity to a situation. Can we bring that in now? Yes. What I'm going to invite all of the listeners to do is to close your eyes and just simply feel your feet connected to the floor. Be in your body. Focus on your breath. And your breath allows you to bring your awareness into your body. Now from above your head, Visualize crystalline white light, an energetic shower of energy that you're bringing in. This is universal prana. And allow this energy to come down through the top of your head, filling your physical body. Expand your awareness two feet around your physical body and bring it into your aura field. This crystalline white light cleanses your aura field, just releasing anything that it has absorbed, picked up. And what you're doing is creating space for the aqua frequency of light. You're creating space for more clarity. Now around your aura field, visualize royal blue light around and beneath you. You're sitting in a royal blue tulip. You're visualizing this royal blue light. You are activating your firewall. It's this beautiful high vibrational frequency that's filtering out lower vibrations that may exist around you. And now you're creating a container that is able to hold the aqua frequency. Around the royal blue light, visualize the rose light. The rose light stands for love and support. So you're going to ask for love and support to connect and hold this aqua frequency from beneath your feet. Visualize violet. Now bringing the violet light up, filling your physical body, your aura field. The violet light is another frequency that is creating space. It's releasing anything that has separated you from the frequency of clarity, from the aqua frequency. Now having prepared your energy field, bring your awareness an arm's length or three feet above the top of your head. And three feet above the top of your head, you have a ball of white light. I call this your quantum point, and it is your access point to the quantum frequencies. 
to the quantum field, the high vibrational energy. And from your quantum point, call in with your intention, the aqua frequency. This is where it lives. So with your intention, you're calling it in. And now from your quantum point, bring this aqua frequency from your quantum point down through the top of your head and bring it into your heart. And just this process of bringing it from the quantum field down through the top of your head, it's now activating your crown chakra, your third eye chakra, your throat chakra, and your heart chakra. As your heart receives it, your physical heart circulates blood, your energetic heart, your heart chakra circulates light. So as your heart chakra receives this light frequency, it is circulating this energy to every cell of your physical body, every atom of your aura field or a body. And having created the container, you are now able to hold and embody this beautiful aqua frequency of light. And as you're filling your energy field with this beautiful frequency of light, you will also begin attracting clarity into your life. It changes your law of attraction. And the more you fill yourself with this frequency, the stronger it becomes. So whenever you need more clarity in your life, simply call it in and fill yourself with this light frequency. And we'll bring the meditation, the visualization to an end and simply bring your awareness to your heart or to your quantum point, wherever it feels right for you to be. Rub your hands together. Bring the palms of your hands in front of your eyes. Slowly open your eyes into your hands. Gently bring yourself back into your space. I don't want to come back. <laughs> wow. So each of these frequencies that we work with, it changes your law of attraction because as you fill yourself with the frequency, then it attracts more of what you're asking. Really amazing and incredibly refreshing, and it feels like a vacation. <laughs> it's mini vacation. It is. And we need them right now. <laughs> oh, you know, I hope you have some guided meditations available on your website. We do, uh, yes. There is a free resources page on my website. So there's some guided meditations. There's a wonderful Tubes of Light meditation, it's called. Go to my website, sign up for my newsletter. I do a monthly newsletter. Uh, so sign up for it, and then you'll get the Tubes of Light meditation as well. Oh, I love it. Love it. I'm going to sign up. <laughs>
All right. And tell me about your book. The name of the book is Soul Whisper, Releasing Lost Souls. I wrote it uh, with the purpose of helping people get out of fear of spirits or ghosts. When I started doing this work, after I took the dowsing class, Marie Diamond's dowsing class in 2005, I started understanding more about the world of spirits, uh, how to help them. I learned how to open up a portal to help them release. So at the first dowsing class I was at, Marie opened up a portal for these spirits. So 14 of us are sitting in a circle. She did some energetic protection for us so they didn't come into our energy field and we sat there for 20 minutes as over 200 spirits came into our circle and it was like this energetic elevator that she created in the center of the circle and all these spirits are just like like an elevator did you see them yep see them felt them what did they look like oh they were they look like people some people felt them some people saw them but it was this amazing like wow I, I was so fascinated, right? So I started teaching the diamond dowsing classes, and at the end of every diamond dowsing class, I teach people how to open up a portal. And every single class, there's spirits that have gathered that are ready to leave. And people, not everybody sees them, feels them, but there are enough in the group that always do that confirms it for others. So one of the things, as I started teaching the diamond dowsing class, I realized that there was a lot of fear around spirits. And if you look at our culture, we have Halloween, we have ghost stories, we have, you know, these stories that we tell around the campfire growing up. Um, There's a lot of fear around spirits. In reality, these spirits are stuck. They died, and their soul didn't leave this dimension for whatever reason. And the book talks about, I share different stories of different spirits that I've released. I tell stories to help people begin to relate to these stories, these lives that these spirits led and why they're stuck. So I talk about what keeps them stuck. There's emotional attachments, either from us or from the spirit themselves. They're not ready to leave. They don't want to leave, but they all need our help. And the reason they need our help is because they cannot continue in their spiritual evolution if they're stuck in this dimension. So that's why I wrote the book. So there's different stories, different things that I encountered. So it's it's ghost stories, basically. But in a different way. What uh, the purpose of the book was to get people beyond fear so they're willing to help them. Then um, they can go to my website. There's some really easy ways to open up a portal to release them. Oh, wonderful to help them ultimately transcend. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been wonderful. Yes, it was wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. No, we've been